2: Yes, we can test, do
0: Testing, test one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> what's up, gladiators? Welcome to another AfterBuzz TV Scandal After Show. This is season four, episode 17, Honor Thy Father. 18. <laughs> oh, you are correct. Episode 18, Honor Thy Father. As always, it is your fab four here, ready to break it down. Starting with me, Emil Ennis Jr.
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Cornelia. Hey, everyone. I'm Sophia.
0: I'm Bam Erickson. And what do you think of the episode...
2: I just, I was just focusing on young Russell. That's all I could focus on. Okay, great. I second that. Bam, you weren't focusing on young Russell. Okay, great.
3: Yeah, nah. You know, I mean, he all right, you know, but I think my boy Mill can handle, I cannot. you know,
1: but yeah, I mean, think to tell. yeah, we ain't even gonna go there because I'm gonna keep <laughs> looking like this for the remainder of the show. You know what though? I was, I was. We talk during commercial breaks, as you guys probably do if you guys watch uh, Scandal with someone else. Um, and at the beginning of the episode, specifically with the opening with Russell, I really liked it because there was a playful ease to Olivia, like mm-hmm. in the standpoint that she was kind of like, "Oh, wait, you're still here. You gotta leave." And it's like, "Well, then you should have had me leave last night." Yeah number one. Number two, when the whole like name game, it kind of was like, oh yeah, boo-boo, we're still kind of trying to do this whole pretend name. Um, But for me, I said that when they basically started to kind of tussle before their phone rang, I wish it had lasted just 20 more seconds. Just because it's like, I liked that Olivia. I liked having her in a moment where it was just about her and someone was just... Honoring and adoring her, and not necessarily because she's the Olivia Pope, but purely because she is a beautiful, sexy woman. So I really like the scene, but I wish it just gone on a, a little while longer just because I thought it was a great scene. Or they could
3: maybe focus a little on that storyline and not that stupid storyline of her in, um, in this whole thing of fixing um, the execution. I agree. I agree. So we're going to start with uh,
0: Melly and Harmony, her sister that we find out through Lizzie Bear. She goes to um, wherever Harmony's from. I can't remember, um, and she goes there to vet her because Melly going to be running. She needs to make sure everything's okay. Um, I did like Harmony because Harmony from True Blood I when, it, when it came on when she came on the screen and she played that character very well. And I think it was a great casting. Just seeing them together, Melly and Harmony, and they are half sisters. Um, Cyrus thought that by Harmony coming into the office, this would change the whole game, and Fitz would immediately, after he sees their dynamic again and how Mel gets flustered and frustrated, that that would cause him to say, okay, you know, you can't do this. And we'll break this whole thing down, but in the end, Fitz kind of got on her side and said, I'm going to be here with you for the long haul." But when we saw the dialogue between these two, and I'm going to fast-forward a bit to the dinner. They already had their little tiff when she first got there talking about her heels and stuff, but then we at the dinner... Fitz was having a conversation with her and even though it was more of a one sided conversation Fitz was being very much engaging and listening to her and being respectful and then Melly is the one who came out of character, not out of character she was out of line when she said you don't have the right to call him Fitz you call him Mr. President which I think is
2: it, 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 knock it off you tr- are you trying to tell me that when Bill Clinton was uh, the president that Hillary's like auntie wasn't saying hey Bill You're trying to tell me that she was like, Mr. President, it doesn't work like that. Because at the end of the day, uh, you are still the man that we we knew. Yes, the public sees you as this, but I can bet you one thing. uh, Michelle Obama's brother is not calling Barack Mr. President. He's probably calling him Barack or Barry. And... (laughs) Barry.
1: I just got that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
3: And if Fitz wanted... Harmony to refer to her as Mr. President he would ad- he would say you need to address me at
1: <laughs> also to and, and Bam jump in it's also to like Millie what the hell are you doing? Exactly. Like you already know you have a sister who doesn't like you Lizzie informed you accurately that your sister has a grudge and therefore you need to to soften her up so you really think, go ahead Bam
3: soften her up for what? Why? Why does Harmony, why is she here?
1: Who
2: cares? You, She's a half-sister. You No, when you're running for office with the potential of trying to get in the White House— they dig up everything, and I hate to keep coming, bringing it back to real life, but you remember when when President Obama was running, and they found all his relatives in Kenya mm-hmm. that he never even met before? They had a TV camera in the village while they were watching his speeches. That one great uncle of his mom's that was like an old war vet. They had him on display. Everybody in your family becomes on display if you fool with them or not.
3: Yeah, they do come on display, but for how long? A split second. Because you got Because at some point, we don't freaking care. She's a half sister and if you haven't if you haven't been in contact with her in a coon's age, I have I haven't seen or spoken to my sister and so and so, so and so and move the fuck
2: on. I mean come on.
1: So you basically mean that it's gonna be a twenty four hours of the news cycle and then it would be done.
2: Yes. But you gotta prep her for that twenty four hours. Even though it's just for a minute, you still have to prep. You can't be like, don't prep her. Because then she's going to get on there and say whatever she's going to say. And then they have to do damage control. You need to do damage control on the front end so you won't have to do it on the back end. I get it.
0: And then even beyond that, like, I agree, completely agree with Cornelia because you do have to prep her. The way Melly puts herself on and she puts this facade to America, as soon as Harmony comes out and says what she's going to say, she may be on for 24 hours, but then Melly's ruined. Bate, if you see how their relationship is, how volatile their relationship is, the stuff that she could possibly reveal about Melly, Melly tries to put on this on oh, this proper Southern woman, and she probably can
3: just chop that down real okay, quick. Okay, well then maybe it should have been handled differently because the moment that she came into the White House, there was there was this whole tit for tit, there was this oh, whole yeah, I agree thing. So I think. I think there should have been a conversation exactly. about what are we gonna do now that you're that you're running for president. I feel like I can't hear myself. But what are we gonna do now that you're running for president? How are we gonna go about and handle thank you. How are we gonna go about and handle your half sister rather than just go and talk to her and then just bring her into the White House? That was stupid.
2: Well Lizzie tried to do that, but this is Melly. I and I, I and I before I was saying that you know I want Melly to get beat so she can you know spring back into her being a smart woman and and then realize that she has to step it up. I don't think Melly can step it up. One, take that topsy tail out your hair and take that sweater set off and get with it. Like I'm now, I'm just like, it's who are we fooling, Melly? Who are we fooling, girl? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm going to piggyback of what Camille is saying, because also, too, I'm actually
1: tired also of her being like, oh, Fitz, you have this face and you have everything. Get over yourself. Some people have a charm about them and some yeah. people don't. At the end of the day, you knew that from the very beginning. So if you didn't know that you're going to have to run off of something other than charm, I do wonder why you want to be president, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, if you also are counting on your first husband to be the charm that also makes me look at you a little bit sideways Mm -hmm. right because at the end of the day you should be running because you theoretically are the more republican of the two of you right so theoretically what you have is you have a strong republican with thoroughbred thoroughbred southern roots right who is a woman but just came out on pro-gay rights that's like the trifecta run on that And on some levels, and I know that I'm sounding naive as I'm saying this, but if you can't run on the merits of organically who you are, then you really shouldn't run.
3: And I also feel that ever since she's declared that she wants to run for president, I feel all of her intelligence intelligence has just went right out the White House window. She's all of a sudden become this airhead.
1: See, and, and I feel like thinking. she's been an airhead for a minute, mm. and that's why I don't like it. Mm. Because it's it's even kind of like, think about it, Where where is the, the strategist, right? So when the, what was the name of the episode, um, Everything's Coming Up, Melly, or We Don't Touch the First Lady? Mm-hmm. We found out that she was a partner at a law firm, right? And I know that you guys don't like when I do math, but arguably at that time she was maybe mid-30s. Right? If we think about the age of the show. That's a big deal to be a woman. At, first of all, let me back up. To be a partner in a law firm is a huge deal, period. To be a partner in a law firm and to be a woman is a even bigger deal. So that means that not only is she intelligent, but she's a rainmaker. She's a strategist. Every intelligent aspect of a human being that you could think of... That's probably what she is. That's not what we're thinking. So when she brings her sister in, what makes you think bringing in your half-sister that you don't like into the White House, meaning showing off, is going to help the situation? What makes you think bringing your half-sister into the White House as you're showing off and then saying that she has to refer to your husband as the president is going to help you out? How come we haven't heard about her platform? How come we haven't heard about what she's going to do? How come we haven't heard her strategize, even like you're saying, even though it shouldn't be fair and it's not it, it shouldn't be. Aesthetics plays a role and is part of the political strategy in terms of who someone's running, regardless of whether or not you're a man or a woman. We haven't heard on any strategy in terms of whether or not she should change it, her look so that she doesn't look First Lady-esque so she looks more First Lady-esque. We haven't heard or had her ask fit and stop me because I'm on a run-on, she hasn't asked fit for a platform that would also make her more for, more presidential, not First Lady-esque. So you want him to charm people? So what, is he just going to continue to charm people and that's how you're going to win? That's what to be. The, he's going to be the, the good, charming husband husband who didn't do a gosh darn thing in eight years other than go to war.
2: That's what she thinks because Melly thinks Fitz is president not just because they had the little back end deals but because she thinks she charmed her way into him being the president. That's what she keeps saying. I sacrificed so much for you and I did this and I did that. Because and the Loki, only thing you sacrificed is you think,
1: stole votes. So unless you need Fitz to start to actually be less charming and to be more cutthroat, you're going to lose. However, I extremely respect how Fitz is handling everything. I give him an A+. Plus because for the first time I think he is truly standing behind her as a partner, as a friend, and as a husband. When she had was, had her hooch moment and he, she was like, leave me, leave me alone, and he just sat there? That's what you're supposed to do. I
0: feel like I'm about
3: to agree with that, but I'm going to play devil's advocate just for just for 30 seconds, and I'm going to say, well, Melly's background with her half sister, and then uh, getting, being married to Fitz and things not going her way, and and how her 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 marriage has has tumbled. It's about damn time Fitz does something because he is part <laughs> the blame for for Melly kind of being kind of cuckoo. She called. I, I, he's he has to take some responsibility. So I'm going to be team Melly for just ten more seconds and say that Fitz needs to needs to do this because. He's the reason why she's kind of crazy. He's with another woman that would drive any that would drive any married woman crazy if she had to watch you carry on with your mistress or the other one, whatever you want to call her. That would that would drive her crazy. So I'm gonna that that's it. I, I defended her for ten seconds. That's
1: a no. That's a good point, man. Well, let us know what you think, because as we yeah. said last week,
3: <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Oh no, go ahead.
1: As we said last week, you, the audience, you, the gladiators, you really are the fifth person on this panel. So please let us know what you think, Um, and you can let us know on Twitter, on Facebook, on iTunes, or if you're watching live or later on, you can comment directly on the YouTube page and make sure to use hashtag ABTVScandal. And so let us know, do you think that Fitz, you know, it was about time that he stood up for Melly, or do you think that we're actually finally seeing an evolution of their relationship and uh, who they are as man and wife?
0: So, do you guys think that Harmony is gone? Because remember, at the very final scene we saw of Harmony leaving, Fitz kind of pacifies her and says that Melly's actually jealous of you because she has this void in her life since the father walked out. Do you think? Because to me, it just seems like Harmony's a little smart, and that she's like, okay, I'll give her a hug, but she still has her.
3: There's, it's, <laughs> um, it's different if someone came on to work in the office or intern or something and they were like a one day player. But the fact that Mellie's sister has been introduced into the into Melly storyline that is a waste of time to to do this whole casting for hmm. a sister and she's only in one episode. So she will be back. I don't I know when, that. but she has to come back.
2: Interesting. She's, she's
3: not just somebody in the you know
2: She's not like a security guard. Yeah. yeah. No,
3: and
1: and, and Bam, Bam makes a valid point, and I agree with him. However, when I actually watched it, I thought that she was gone. And the reason I thought she was gone is because even though Fitz was theoretically charming her, what he said is actually valid. Yeah. Because what we learned, and I think I said this from the very beginning when, they were, when she mentioned that she was her sister, I was like, no, that doesn't make sense, because we... We're told that that Melly comes from like really good pedigree, you know what I mean? Very elitist and so forth and so on, and it just didn't mesh well. So then, when we found out that obviously it's a half sister, basically her dad left Melly's dad left Melly's mom for this other woman it gave you another insight into the whole reason why she arguably is so crazy with with Olivia where it's like here another woman has taken yet another man in her life who she has loved. So to me what mm-hmm. Fitz said regarding the sister was actually true because even when when um, uh, Amelie's like well I don't embarrass myself yeah the yeah, heck you, you do, do all the time. you called a press conference to tell on your husband cuz he was cheating Again, you, the first lady of America, called a press conference to tell on your husband when normal people either tell him to stop doing it, or they divorce, exactly. or you realize it's happening because you actually offered the woman to your husband to win the election, and you move on. Mm-hmm. Millie has continued to embarrass herself, so I feel like... I feel like Harmony actually took it to stock and was like, oh no, it really is a truth. I am actually the one with a better life. And I think that's why the storyline story went on so long. Her with her soaps and, and wherever she lives actually is a happier, better person than Melly is being the first lady mm-hmm. of the United States of
2: America. Yep. Well, Cyrus was, uh, was happy <laughs> up until the end. He was scooting around, smiling, skipping, like, ooh, this is going to be great. He had a plan. And we see where that went. I
0: cannot. I love Siden. He does it little. <laughs> <pain>. <laughs> I'm
2: getting the side eye. All right. Um,
0: okay. The scandal of the week. Oh gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, can I? Well, can I call out Camelia? Camelia yeah. literally called out the entire scandal. She really did. All the plot points. She did. The beginning, the middle, and the end within the first ten seconds. And literally, I turned to her and I made Bam pause it, and I go. If you're right, I'm really gonna... And then I stopped, because I was like, oh, crap. I know she's gonna be right. So,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, it's just... this. Okay, as you can tell, this was not one of my favorite scandals. Basically, I'm not gonna try to fake it. Congressman Reed um, goes in there, and he says that his sister... Jen, y'all... I'm not gonna recap. Y'all know the story. So... I just it just didn't add anything to the episode like i I get what they're trying to do like Olivia wants to get her gut back and she's trying to you but, know, wear the white hat but but
3: in it while she's while she's trying to wear the white hat and have her gut back, why was she wearing all that damn black mm-hmm. If she's trying to, if she's trying to get her gut back and she's trying to be the Olivia, Pope, why was she wearing black? And then it was at one point she had on like a black blouse with the three buttons Glitter. that seemed that seemed totally out of Olivia Pope character. And why did they not have her wig together? Why did her wig no, look so? Totally why did her wig look so off? It looked wiggy. Like it's This is just pissing me off. And I know sometimes I I, I dog Olivia out, but this show is about Olivia Pope. And it just pisses me off that all these other little, hammy, uh, little Mickey Mouse stories are starting to take over the premise of the show. Like, really, I need them to get it together.
2: Well, I think as far as the gut and the, and the wearing white, I think, you know how, you know how, and this analogy is it's ridiculous, but I'm going to give it. You know how when a hood rat thinks she's classy <laughs> and she calls herself classy? <laughs> And she's like, "Girl, I'm classy," but everybody around her knows she's a hood rat. He was like, "Stop it, girl! You're a hood rat." But she has convinced herself that she's classy, it. even though she knows she's not. Because if she tells you she's classy, she thinks you're gonna believe it. This whole my gut in this white hat, Olivia knows she don't wear no damn white hat, and she knows her gut is off. But she, to me, I'm starting to feel like if she tells you enough about her gut, and she tells you about this white hat, that you'll start to believe that she wears this white hat when she mm-hmm. knows she does not. That's why I'm like every time she. like they're like her gun and a white hat. I'm like, girl stop. Just we we know the hat ain't white.
3: This storyline It's a stock (laughs) gap. Is this all you have? There's so many other ways that you can go in order to get her. But this weak storyline of of this guy who's getting ready to be executed, who fucking cares? If he wants to if he wants to take the, the rap that's then the you need to go ahead and let this man take the rap. Stop trying to save it. you remember Jason's lyric. Jason, you can't save a brother that don't want to be saved. Sure. <laughs> you can't save him.
0: Don't there God. are other there, there, you, you have far more, to more
3: to other saved. important <laughs> issues that you can be dealing with. And Go ahead.
0: No, no, you go. Email. I was going to say, did, did your opinion change? Because I remember watching the episode, I think you said, Sophia, when we saw him in the prison and we saw him saying, you know, I want to go down for this, I want, let me die. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not you Olivia's made, right to you, jump in there. You made a great point about that, Sophia. Yeah.
1: Well, no, because I mean, I, I think that what Olivia doesn't realize is in the same way that she wears the white hat, she is actually taking other people's ability mm-hmm. to wear the white hat. So what if the dad, given that he is a parent and feels like he it is his role to protect his children and he did not do so with his daughter, so he is now doing so with his son, putting on the white hat, going to jail, and potentially sacrificing himself... You now took that away from him. So arguably that's what you're doing, right? You're doing all of these things in order to wear a white hat which someone else could say isn't your right. So kind of almost to a certain extent, who are you? You're rather presumptuous to think that you actually have a right to to dictate to anyone else what they should or should not do with their life. Because I think there would have been a different scenario if he had been coerced, if he had been under duress, if there had been some reason that he actually did not willfully give the confession as well as the fact that, and I think this is also why Bam could be so upset, it's that there's a certain aspect of the intelligence now of Olivia that I'm starting to question. So, meaning, yes, I know that we're watching the show, so we have a different vantage point, but, again, within the first ten seconds, Keneally, you said the entire storyline. Mm-hmm. So, you being Olivia Pope, dealing with people who lie to you every single day, what is the only reason that a son comes to you and tells you that his father did not kill the rapist whole who basically led to the death of his daughter. I am not condoning violence in any kind of way, but within the context of the show, I would have to say that that would be an honorable thing to do. I would stand proudly by my parent and say he totally did it. I would I would back that he did it and the fact that he had enough um respect for himself and respect for the justice system to be like I did it and I'm going to be punished. That's not something that a son would actually say, no, my dad didn't do, right? Because isn't that what a dad should do? A a teacher rapes your child, Mm -hmm. and then they commit suicide in their house on their dollhouse? So to me, the fact that Olivia didn't immediately go, oh, so you did it. Exactly. And I don't mean like immediately, but I actually do mean immediately. Because this is what you're trained to do. Gut or no gut. I actually don't need her to use her gut. I need her to use her intelligence. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of why we're so upset. And I think that... A lot of times with this show, and I've said this before, the opposite of love is not hate, it's apathy. If we didn't care, it would mean that we hated the show. We love this show. That's why we get so upset when it seems as if things are either not organic or the characters are doing things that we kind of don't understand. That's why we get upset. It's because we love the show, because if we didn't, we really wouldn't care and it would just be what it is.
0: Yeah. I, it it really is the the lack of intelligence. I think you just stated it completely, yeah. Sophia. Because it's just one of those things uh, I was just hoping it wasn't going to go this way but literally why else would the son be so adamant and how would the son know my father didn't do it if the father confessed? If you came up yeah. to me right now and you said, I killed ma'am in cold blood. I did it and Deuces and walked away. I wouldn't say, Oh, I know Sophia didn't do that unless I knew that I'm the one who killed Bam. I'm not trying
3: to kill you, Bam. Wait, wait, listen. Do you guys remember uh, two weeks ago when Huck did the, um, the, um, the slice? In? Yeah. Last Monday, I had a dream. I did the same exact thing to someone. <laughs> wait a minute. Man, what's <laughs> li- what's
0: wow. happening in your life? Sophia, Come on over oh. to this side. Oh. What's oh. happening in your
3: life? I have no idea, but listen. <laughs> I literally, mm-hmm. I was I was in an apartment building and I literally sliced the same way that hikes uh, cut slices.
2: <laughs> I did the same thing.
3: Wait, but who are you slicing? I'm not gonna say who it is.
0: But what listen. was it? Somebody up here? No, just oh, oh no. Listen, I listen. gotta make sure <laughs> I'm <not laughs> making sure. The Bam
3: has
2: been tested <laughs> the last couple of
3: days. But listen. I sliced the person and I left the person just dead on the ground and I just closed the door. I could not believe it. So, I hate blood. So, when I saw the scene later on, uh, I'm so mad.
1: And you know what's funny, Gladiators? He normally never watches. Can I tell on you? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but... Normally, when the blood scenes, he literally sometimes will leave the room. We have to go and get him when the scene is over. So, Mm. that's exactly why... Bam is not allowed to watch these scenes. So, uh, Miss Shonda Rhimes, whenever you have these scenes, can you please do like a blood alert something <laughs> so that Bam can leave the room? Because we very rarely disagree, so I would um hate
2: to be he didn't run out of that dream. The person that he gets upset with, right? Bam, did you scream in a dream?
3: No, we but we had your
2: pajamas uh, on. He woke no, up. We ran. Probably we smiling. Our pajamas on. <laughs> <laughs> I <sweat that> <laughs>
3: No, I was I was quite disturbed because I let the I I didn't even flee the country. I like literally a couple days (laughs) went by and I left the dead body in the apartment. So anyway, (laughs) I cannot. Where the hell
1: is my fan? I'm like I'm like so hot and it's so cold in the studio. I'm so hot right now. I feel like I'm bright red. Like I'm actually scared. No really. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I can't. (laughs) oh my goodness well Well, I guess they're doing their job I want to
0: know off camera who was in the dream but anyway let us know what you think if you are now afraid of BAM or see BAM in a different light on social media Um, you can tweet us follow us on Instagram all the good stuff Uh, me at Emil Ennis Jr. on all social media
1: me at Canelia me uh, at Sophia Stanley Twitter and Facebook and uh, the Sophia Stanley on Instagram
3: All social media at BAM
1: Erickson (laughs) (laughs) and um, Emile does not want to know because it's called plausible deniability thank you (laughs) yo, I got to keep you protected. Plausible deniability. This is all fiction. It is not real. We are just talking about a fictional television show. Sophia, sure. <laughs> I can't. Um,
0: I'm trying to think if there's anything else with this read scandal that... Mm, nope. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, The only thing up? is,
1: and this is going to sound completely effed up given the fact that everything that we just said, the actual outcome and the actual scene, I liked. Oh, yeah. Does yeah. it make sense? So the fact that the son was able to take responsibility for what he did. I feel like he found some solace, and I feel like his dad actually realized he actually raised the son he wanted to raise because he raised a son that took responsibility for what he had actually done. I still My think the prob- dad about
3: to kill himself. My right. problem with that is, I have to question somebody who's who made this video 15 years ago and now you're coming at the last minute on his last couple of days before he's getting ready to take the execution. Excuse, Like, how come there has been no one else that has wanted to, di- die, you know, dive into the storyline? So, for me... Yeah, that's, you mean
1: that no other yeah. lawyer got to the point where Olivia did? Yeah. Well, because no one else planted the gun.
3: Yeah, that too. And then, what what's becoming cliche is at the very end of the episodes they're, they're trying to play this very sad music to try and touch you like they did the past did like, you see?
1: I was trying to be nice yeah the past couple of weeks <laughs> the past and I can't even year. keep my face and I'm like yo he's right I tried though right you you know okay. they
3: were playing K. Saras. Awesome. it's just I but feel, the, but, yeah but the music is good now, I get the music the music, always good, music yeah. is good it's good yeah. but I just feel like
1: it's leading us too much mm. it's
3: you know by you doing this every week it feels like you're being lazy it's and just and like it's, when it's, they tried to force the fits moment. Yeah, last and, they're, week, and, insulting, mm-hmm. and they're
1: insulting us, the viewers. But, okay, moving no, right excellent, on. No, excellent point, Bam. Yeah. Excellent point.
0: But once again, let us know what you think. Let's go into the B613 takedown, um, which, I mean, it was a little more interesting than this storyline with the congressman, but also, it really wasn't. Um, so... We have Jake and we saw in the preview last week they made it all dramatic with Jake. And maybe that's the thing. I'm getting a little I'm I'm trying not to I love this show still guys. It's just I I don't know. I'm just not feeling it tonight. Um, but I think when they do those uh like the teasers for the next week Sometimes they make it too dramatic. Like, they hype it up too much, and then you're kind of let down. And so, they did this whole thing with Jake last week, and I just wasn't really feeling that already. But in this episode, we see that now David wants to take down B613, and since Jake was the last person to command, like, he's saying that, you know, he has to take down Jake because Jake doesn't want to do the immunity agreement. He's saying, pretty much, I don't need protection. David then is now trying to go after Jake, and they get together three of Jake's people that he's worked under, put them all together in a room. Stupid. Which I'm still trying to understand the logic behind that.
3: Why would you put three trained assassins, although two are quite old, but why would you all put them in a room and why why would you not separate them?
0: Here's my thing. If he was talking about that he's going to get them together to convene in front of a secret grand jury, right? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: If Jake has (laughs) no clue that anybody's checking for him couldn't he technically just let them know when the date is Mm -hmm. instead of putting them in a damn room together Mm -hmm. like there's just certain things about it didn't make sense like you're gonna put them all in the room together so that if jake does somehow find out which you didn't really take the proper measures to make sure he didn't find out
3: especially after he threatened you and threw your face on the table already warning you like i'll beat you up
1: also i'm gonna i'm gonna back up for a second now Another person who gets on my last nerves is David. Yep. So when David thought that it was a good idea to threaten Jake, why? (laughs) That makes absolutely no sense. Okay? That's the first part. However, Jake's response also to me showed something. Let's think about it. Let's just for a quick second compare Jake and Rowan. Have we actually seen Rowan ever be physical? Thank you. Well, he's an older man. No, 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 no. But it he's scarier. Matter. But technically, <laughs> yeah. right? Technically, presumably, <laughs> we fear Rowan differently than we fear Jake. True. And part of the reason that we fear Rowan is because we have never seen him laid a hand on anyone. Even remember back, oh, probably, what was it? It was probably middle or towards the end of season three when Huck went to that trailer to kill that person. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, Command was just basically, like, next to him, like, talking to him. And he, remember even the scene before, like, um, Huck was behind command and basically was gonna kill him and basically like command basically just like whispered something to him as he was still facing forward. There's a certain aspect to Jake where I never believe him as command because you shouldn't have to do that. You should have literally been able to just look at him, and David should have been like, oh sorry. Yeah. It makes me not believe that you're actually as maniacal as we should believe you to be, especially given the fact, and I have to fast forward the end of the episode, Rowan's back. The only way that Jake can kill Rowan is if if he's better than Rowan, and he's not. He's
2: like he's like a. a maybe they're doing I was this on curse purpose, and I'm not. And I said maybe they're making Jake this way on purpose because technically he wasn't. I don't know. We don't know how Rowan became command, but is he seemed like the type that he earned the spot? Jake became command when the boss got fired, so he was like the temp command. Sure. No, he was like, a free, they took the temp gig, you know, when we find another command, we'll replace you, Jake. But can you just sit in the seat, keep it warm while we look for a new boss? So, he doesn't, Jake doesn't, he can't do those things. He was just a temp.
0: I think I'm just, I feel like this whole B613 storyline, I wasn't expecting it to last this long, like past one season. And so, mm-hmm. part of me is just, I don't know. I I. I don't know.
1: Well. Too, it's because they're treating it like it's it's they're treating it like it's rent spy. <laughs> they're not treating it like our no seriously, the way that they're acting, even they're all just sitting at the monument, like you don't think someone can snipe you in the broad daylight?
0: Like and that monument scene was pretty
1: No, it was hokey. Because at the end of the day, again, let's preface as they're running through the kills of these agents, right? I'm not even gonna read all their names, whatever, whatever the, the three agents, right? Max Butler, Margaret Ross, Simon. and Simon, right? Mm-hmm. 37 kills, 27 kills, this many kills, this many kills, right? So we're talking about the baddest of the baddest. And again, just like like Bam said, you put them all in the same safe house, that doesn't make sense. You put them all in the same safe house as you know someone is coming to get them and you don't give them weapons.
3: And no shade against um, um, David's fake secretary, then you take them all out by yourself.
1: Right, and they're the top of the top of the top. So whoever you sent is better than these people... And so then you're just sitting at the monument like, do 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 what are we gonna do now? We have to stop. So you think now that just because you decide to stop that they're not gonna come kill you, the minute you said you were going against B613, mm-hmm. you have no other option than to finish the job. So if that meant killing Jake, even though he ended up being a good guy, I don't even I don't care. So the fact that Quinn was like, no, but he must have had a reason. Seriously, dude? Your reason is, you call Jake and you're like, yo, Jake, did you kill them? <laughs> Either Jake says yes or no. No, seriously, what do you mean he must have had a reason? Well, then pick up the goddamn phone. But other than that, you need to kill him. And yeah. you need to kill everybody. And the fact that they're like, oh, everyone's nature because now people are getting killed, but no one went to Olivia's house? So... Again, you think that Jake is going to... So then you go to Olivia's house. Jake is on the other side of the door. And y'all just leave? <laughs> y'all are like, oh, it's good, right? It's good. He's on the other side with a silencer keeping her safe. So we can't kill him. But it's all good. Some
0: stupid. I <laughs> This show... Is just um, on another level, and
1: I'm trying to get online to go on YouTube so that we can talk to some people on their comments. But my YouTube app isn't going on, so that's what I'm actually doing, you guys. I'm not not paying attention. I'm really. Yeah, trying I want to know what other that. people. I want to know what they yeah. think about this
3: episode. And then you know, for me, we've how many people have we seen Charlie kill in mm-hmm. four seasons? And the fact that when he realized that the people were dead, it was sloppy of. Charlie's character to pull his gun out so quickly because... So slowly. So slowly. Um, yeah, thank you. So if you have three people dead, blood everywhere, and he responds as slowly as he did, knowing that it's not some some little some little 6, 17-year-old boy, you know, playing with a gun that kill people. Mm-hmm. You knew exactly who these people were and the fact that he responded so slowly...
1: And not only responded so slowly, the fact that he went forward and not backwards. Again, Charlie don't care about nobody. So on some real BS, if Charlie saw them dead, Charlie would have immediately thought about himself, pulled his gun, and backed out of the situation, not towards the situation. It is not in Charlie's nature to want to save anyone other than Charlie and possibly Robin. Possibly, but I'm still not sure.
0: What did you guys think about once we found out that Liv was actually with Jake when he was spying on the conversation and she went in on Huck saying we need to be in this together and no more lies and all this stuff?
2: I didn't expect that. I I, I didn't expect it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. At least she's in the loop now because... I mean, why why not tell her at this point? Just tell the girl what what she's up against. She already got kidnapped. Tell her everything. If you went to go to the bathroom, hey, hey Liv, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> if you, like Liv said, I'm getting tampons, it was a lie, but that, tell her if you were getting tampons, hey, my girl had to go get, I have to do the right thing. Just tell her. Yeah. I don't. Because, look, again, so by you
1: not telling her, so when Jake decides he is going to kill her, and despite the fact that she has the gun and Jake walks in, she's not going to shoot him because she doesn't know. Exactly. Granted, he turned out to be good. So that's the only thing that when David said it, it made sense to me, because David was like, yeah, she didn't want the president to go to war for her, so why wouldn't you think she would want to know this? Again, I think they're starting to treat her like a child, maybe because she's acting like one, but I think they're starting to treat her like a child and not the Olivia Pope. Because even remember, and was it it was either season one or season two. Remember how season one they actually used to do things by a quorum? They used to actually take a vote on things. Remember? Mm-hmm, they would mm-hmm. take a vote on whether or not cases. And I can't remember the exact episode, so please let us know on Twitter, on YouTube, on iTunes. Remember the first case where she basically didn't ask them? And basically she really was like, It's my name on the door? I need that Olivia Pope to come back. Hmm. I need the Olivia Pope who literally is like, everything runs because I am the one running the ship. And I want her to do it formidably, but I think that part of the reason that they're starting to protect her is because she needs protecting. Mm -hmm. And even that's why I think Hawk had to make the comment about her gut. Because they're basically saying, just like you said, maybe the gut gut was an urban legend. Maybe it was a myth. Maybe it never existed. So if your own people are starting to question that... I think you have a, a larger problem than, quote unquote, a bad storyline.
3: What, this is just a, a, a preference for me, is why does Brian White have to be the bad guy? I mean, come
0: on. Well, I don't know if he's the bad, bad guy. He's not the bad guy
1: at all. He was scared at Yeah, He crap was scared.
0: He was saber- oh, no,
1: no, no, no. He was he was scared. And I do agree but with you because you- I said that. No, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think I think it's, it's messed up that they have to pull him to the storyline because presumably now he's going to be too scared and he's never going to come back. Right. But I don't think he's a bad guy. And the reason being is otherwise he wouldn't have looked so scared. It okay. would have been different if he smiled, if there was a smirk, even if there was no emotion on his face, and that would mean that he was in it with Rowan. The fact that he looked petrified means that Rowan basically followed him and obviously some of them said something and or there's a gun literally in his ribcage.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I just checked Twitter and I'm glad to see that a lot of you guys are feeling the same way we are. So <laughs> it's nice to see that we aren't. Just
1: okay, d- call out some names. I think I saw Dolce Vita, Dolce Dolce Vita on Twitter. I saw Tula Rosebud. I don't know why, but somehow our um, wireless connection here in the AfterBuzz uh, TV studio isn't really working today. So I'm just getting a uh, spinning wheel.
0: Yelko1NYC, aka Andre Rodriguez, uh, Lily Tesfe. Um but anyway, yeah.
1: Perfect. So thank you, Gladiator. We, we hear you, you we're reading.
0: We are reading and we really appreciate it. Um there was something else from this whole B six thirteen. Oh, so did we like the twist at the end with David's secretary being the actual B six thirteen? I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah. Because the rest of the episode seemed a little monotonous. But I enjoyed this part of the episode. Um but still I'd, it's kinda of like Bam says, So yeah, who cares for me? So
3: who cares? But at that point I was so annoyed with David, I was like, kill David. I thought David was
0: going to die. I yeah, thought, like, the way they had the music flowing yeah. and stuff, I was... I'm not saying I wanted him to die. Did I want no, him to die?
2: I actually did. You Sorry. You can only tread no. on, totally on thin ice for so long. Yeah. David, David has been pushing the envelope. He he was about to tell that they had um, the rigged the election. He is trying to take down B is 613. David does things that should have gotten him killed a long time ago. So... If he would have gotten shot, I wouldn't expect expected it so soon. But I would have been like, oh, okay, it's about, it's about time. And why does the
1: U.S. Attorney General, so again, the top attorney for the entire United States of America, need to call and tell Huck oh, yeah. what the case plan is? So you decide after, what was it, three or four? I can't even remember now how many. So three spies die in the safe house, right? So again, because you have a mole. You have a leak. So you think somehow it's a good idea to call on the phone and tell someone why you're gonna do something and then have a secret grand jury. The reason you have a secret grand jury is cause it's secret. Mm-hmm. So do you know how you keep it secret? You don't tell anybody.
2: Just Maybe so Huck is his work girlfriend now. <laughs> I cannot.
0: Um so guys, as you can see we thoroughly enjoyed the episode. Um <laughs> we really did. We enjoyed that episode. Yeah, but we, we really just, did, actually. <laughs> That's why We, we just, really did. That's why we're so hyper. Uh, <laughs> we really did. Let us know what you think, um, as we said. But now it's time for Cornelius cold piece of the week.
2: Cold piece of the week for Scandal Season 4, Episode 18 has to go to the fact that I don't think Brian White is going to be on this show any longer. That's the cold piece. Yes. That is the cold piece. I was excited that Olivia got a new young thing. You know, She had him in the bedroom. It was a little Stump the Yard 3 going on in the sheets. And now Rowan came back. ruined the whole thing. If, if your dad had a gun to my ribcage, I'm not coming back to the house. I'm not coming back. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't hit me with the hey stranger. I don't want none of that. <laughs> Just leave me alone. If Rowan even lets him live. Because now he knows too much. So you know, that that has to be um co piece of the week and I'm also disappointed that uh he probably won't stay around long enough to let Olivia know that uh he was Harrison's Dean of Pledges, uh for Theta New Theta spring two thousand seven. <laughs> Stump the R1 reference, guys. That was my movie. I love that movie. So, for that reason, I'm giving uh, uh, Brian White probably not being on the rest of the season the co-piece of the week. And cold piece of the week goes to Miss Sophia Stanley because she celebrated a birthday yesterday. Oh, so, guys, shout out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. YouTube. <laughs> a play about the turn up for Sophia's birthday. That is true. So, Saturday, Girl. if
1: you see some tweets that you don't want to see, I thoroughly
2: apologize <laughs> Because we're about to turn up. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's copies of the week, guys. <laughs> Let us know who your copies of the week is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. hashtag Copies or Copy It. All
0: right. Uh, do we have any predictions?
2: <laughs> I
0: am going to
3: predict. Now, your after buzz. I will predict that and I haven't even looked up on IMDb Pro but I am going to predict cuz <laughs> <laughs> I'm good for that. I'm actually going to predict that Brian White is going to come back only because I think it's a fresh breath of air for a scandal Ooh. fans and the fact that Olivia have some she has someone that's outside of the whole Jake Fitz thing. So I'm going to predict he's going to come back. I'm not sure in what aspect but I hope maybe he's the guy who will stand up because he really likes he 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 likes olivia maybe he'll stand up so whatever is is about to happen he's like i'm not finna run away from this
2: mm-hmm. i predict the opposite of what bam is saying only because i don't b- believe that they will give olivia an a, a a good dating option because mm. if she doesn't take the good dating option then we then it kind of exposes her you don't want to date a good guy. who got a, He got a dope job. He, he's nice to you, treats you well, but you still following the dude who has a wife, and he's not going to leave her no time soon. So I don't think they'll keep him around. I think they'll keep him around maybe for a little bit, but not as a real like, boyfriend dude. That's my prediction.
0: I think for me, I think hopefully it's about to get interesting. I feel like we're on the Shondaland roller coaster, and right mm. now we're rising up the hill. Mm. And hopefully we're about to get to the tipping point and go down um, because I feel like her kidnapping and that whole storyline, her getting released, that was kind of us going down the hill. And now we're kind of just in the Mm. low rising back up. So, I mean, so we're not going to. We're rising. We're rising, hopefully. And then we're going to go down the hill, the big hill into the season finale soon.
1: Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing.
3: Well, where can we find you guys on social media? You can find me on all social media at Vam Erickson.
1: You can find me on uh, Twitter and Facebook at Sophia Stanley and on Instagram, the Sophia Stanley. And thank you so much for your birthday wishes on Twitter, on Instagram,
2: on Facebook. I feel so love, Gladiators. Thank you so very, very much. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Cannelia
0: and at email in his junior and make sure you go to Sophia's Instagram especially today because oh. she posted a throwback pic where we look a hot damn ass.
2: <laughs> from season
0: one of Scandal where we thought we were stunned I had on my black on tie on dress shirts <laughs>
2: and ties listen, where are y'all going
3: listen we I not know like, oh, where were they, are they going then. I don't even look like that anymore.
2: <laughs> like, bam look like Plaxico Burress on,
3: uh, <laughs> on that picture y'all
0: you need to go see it the Sophia standing oh, on Instagram Oh my god!
2: Um,
0: alright guys we love you so much thanks for watching each and every every week hope you enjoyed this after show um scandal's not back next week right Correct. it comes back on the 16th right. so we'll be back on the 16th but next thursday and always we'll be on twitter instagram facebook all that good stuff uh thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time from executive producers maria Manunos, kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire after buzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network